Welcome to our one year anniversary episode. What is up? Welcome to Take It to the House season two. As you guys just saw, the new intro and our new logo as well. Thanks to Thatcher. And look, I did this not even realizing (laughs) that it's our new colors. But yeah, we've been all spending time kind of looking at logos and debating which one we wanted to do. Thatcher over here created the new logo. And, and our intro. intro and our outro. Yeah. So Thatcher, appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Yeah, we just wanted to like part of it too is we felt like we needed to kind of like revamp things a little bit. And also when we started this, we really had a mindset of we're only going to talk about football. Now today we only are going to talk about football because it's the right. most relevant thing. But as you guys have noticed, we don't just talk about football. We mentioned, you know, baseball, basketball. And then soccer. we talk about some soccer sometimes, but just the way that the logo turned out, we're like, got to incorporate some more in there. So yeah, hopefully. Uh... Also, quick shout out to Andrea Urban, our special guest from not too long ago, but she just won um, the Utah Sportscaster of the Year Award. Whoa. So big shout out to Here her. It's the her. first time that it's ever gone to a woman too. Dang. So that is so awesome, Andrea. We're all happy for you and proud of you. So yeah, congratulations. And we'll have you on soon again. We want to definitely collab again March Madness time. oh yeah, yeah. March madness time I'll, I'll have my beard this yes time. <laughs> in full force full, full force full so. force but today we have a full football slate wild card weekend just wrapped up super wild card weekend technically yes super. super so we're gonna super. go over three games and it was supposed to be three games on saturday but the buffalo bills Steelers game got moved to monday mm. yesterday so this became a three double header, but right. we're gonna go over most likely the Texans, Browns, Cowboys, Packers, and the Eagles and Buccaneers, as we saw some upsets over there as well. So, uh, yeah, how was your guys' weekend? What's oh. new? <laughs> well, I can just speak for Elijah already, and I know that his weekend was not great. But oh. <laughs> apologies for that one. But I was sick, like from th- and Zach has been sick too. But I was sick from Thursday till I just started feeling better yesterday. But breaking news: this is the first time I've been able to watch every playoff game in its entirety. I watched wow. every single one, wow. and I, I it was like eh. But like it was kind of cool because I generally work Sundays and then I was sick Sunday, so mm-hmm. I got to watch every wild card game in its entirety, and that was actually super fun. So yeah. nice, yeah. That's what I... happens when your team's not in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. Facts. I've I've been there too. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm with the flu. I got the flu on Friday. I'm with the flu. I'm with the flu. <laughs> One with the flu. One the with flu the is flu. You, you are the flu. He's become the flu. He's like the mucus next guy. But no, I got the flu on Friday and it's doing better yesterday, but then today I photo so sorry, that's mm-hmm. a bleep. But um yeah. Starting the starting the new yeah. season off strong. You're, yep. you're editing it, so <laughs> yep, I'm editing it. But, all right, let's jump in. Okay. Browns, Texans. Elijah, I'll let you yeah. take this over because you <laughs> your team. So um yeah we lost bad and i turned it off in the third quarter um so <laughs> if that if that says anything about how bad we lost then there you go um i said i said before when when we had a potential to match with the texans i was like that's the team i do not want to face yeah. because 
you know, <laughs> you don't know what's going on with CJ Stroud. We didn't play CJ Stroud or Will Anderson in the regular season matchup. And they, those were the difference makers in the game. And I mean, also our defense just didn't show up. Oh, sorry. Quick note. I didn't know that Will Anderson was also voted a captain. So that's awesome. Dang, really? For two rookies to be voted captains. I know that most often quarterbacks are pretty much captains across the board. Right. But for Will Anderson to be voted a captain, I didn't know that until he got like a sack and he's doing a celebration. I was like, that's so sick. Like I could uh, see the C patch. I was like, that's dope. That's great for the culture, you know, of the, yeah. of the team, you know, having your captains be so, so young and then just growing with that. And for it to be D'Amico Ryan's first year right. defensive-minded head coach, you know, gets his guys and they're both captains sick. But sorry, keep going. Um, no, you're good. So pretty much uh, the Browns lost. If, if you guys didn't know, the Browns lost. And, you know, we, we flack around, we flack around and, and, and we found out. Yeah. Flack <laughs> and, around and you did find out. Right. Um, David Njoku did great. You know, he continued his hot streak to end the year. Uh, Flacco did not. We had two back-to-back pick sixes. And after the second one, I turned it off. Um, and so I think there's a lot of positives to take from the season as a Browns fan. You know, we're going to have the coach of the year and the defensive player of the year. Although I do think if they counted playoffs, D'Amico Ryans would be coach of the year over uh, yeah. Stefanski based on yeah. that performance alone. Um, but there's a, there's, a, there's a lot to look forward to, and then there's a lot to be scared of, like especially with the cap yeah. as a Browns fan. You know, we're back to Deshaun. He's, it's his first year, really, that's going to hit on your cap, right? Right, because last year was a $1 million cap hit. This year, it's a $63 million cap hit. Holy. And we still have to re-sign um, Cooper. Mari Cooper um, as well. So, it's you know, Andrew Barry is going to work his cap magic. I believe in him. I trust him. Yeah. And um, I think – here's the thing. as a, if, if, if Watson – I know everyone has their opinion on Watson – and I have, I have my opinion on Watson too. Um, but when you look at the stats, he's five and one in a Browns uniform. And he gave us some of the biggest wins of the season, especially the win against the Ravens, which pretty much secured our spot in the playoffs. So yeah, if he can rehab his shoulder and get back to, you know, where he's not rusty and can still actually throw the ball, um, like you, you want you want Deshaun Watson, Texan Deshaun Watson back from like or when at the Texans maybe eighty percent of Texans Deshaun Watson, right? Because yeah. really, you trade for Texans Deshaun Watson. You don't trade for what Deshaun Watson Browns, Deshaun the Browns. Watson, right? Yeah. <laughs> so even if you get eighty percent of that, that's all we need because the whole season we had <laughs> mediocre, below mediocre QB play. Joe Flacco was that was the outlier in the regular season. Um, and then when it mattered most, he absolutely pooped the bed. But we don't talk about that. We well, still love him. And with Flacco, it was more of a fun story, right? Like we kind right. of all had a feeling like, I don't eventually know, eventually, like we kind up. of all had a feeling eventually it was going to stop, right? Like right, it's right. like Cinderella stories in March Madness where they win around and they win the next round, maybe. And then like Loyola a few years back. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So or like Murray State when they had uh, Moran. Ja. Right. Yeah. So I mean, wow, so we just found out that Joe Flacco is the Loyola <laughs> of quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and also happy birthday to him. He turned 39 years old today. Woo! So happy birthday, Joe Flacco. I'm gonna say it too. Then happy birthday to Drew Brees yesterday because Ooh. my goat right there. So also, there well, go. technically this this is coming out on Thursday. So then on Monday. Uh yeah. Happy yeah. happy birthday to Joe Flacco on 
Tuesday. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't have too much to say. I was disappointed and really depressed. I drank a lot of water. <laughs> um, I've been in the first half there, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you're going into off season, you have a second round pick. Um, the Texans, woo! the team who beat you, have your first round and your third round picks. So that's lovely. Less woo. Less woo. Less but woo. We, can get, we can still get a solid wide receiver in the second round. And I think we will be fine. Yeah. Didn't you say that you were looking at a, a mock draft and they had you taking Franklin in the second yes. round? Yep. Franklin from huge. Oregon. That'd be sick. That'd be huge. Hey, Especially you'll like this too. Receiver. There's been rumors that Judy could be possibly traded to the Browns. Yes. There's been rumors about that a lot going yeah. you know, throughout the season i was gonna say i feel like we were talking about it last year we were we were yeah we were talking about it last year we talked about it today uh, right you know, yeah you and i talked you know? about it yeah so you said that we could get judy for a fourth i would take judy for a second if that's what it meant you know if that's I think what it so. took, yeah if that's i, what I think you can split the difference and go third and we don't have a third Oh, that's right. You have that. Oh, we, I said that, and then right. you said that. Right. But there's right. also a chance that we trade a third to you guys, and then we get a second as well. Yeah, True. That, yeah, that would work too because we have to take on the contract. You could mm-hmm. do like a third and Judy for a second. Second, right? Yeah, I'd be yeah. fine with that. And so, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, the culture has changed in Cleveland. We have a winning culture now, and you'd expect us to, to be in the playoffs every year for at least a good little while if everything goes according to plan so yeah that's my takedown on the browns and um you know go lions <laughs> honestly just go Lions. one pride baby go lions and go <laughs> one pride go lions and go Texans because i love yeah. cj stroud we want a lions texan super bowl we're here for it yeah so, i'm gonna i want to talk about stroud real quick yeah Stroud was on his a game on he's saturday incredible. he's incredible insane even though he missed a few games uh, during the last few weeks of the season, they're still he still picked up where he left off before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Although we had some bad performances before he got hurt, because Thatcher knows because of his fantasy. But <laughs> yeah, dude, he well, it was funny too because I just want to mention thank you, CJ Stroud, for like mostly carrying all three of my fantasy teams this year. At one point, I had Stroud be my starter for all three of my fantasy teams, and I do not regret it. Other than when he decided to get injured at the most crucial point of the season. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Stroud, 274, three tutties, 157.2 QBR rating. Crazy. That's like, that's veteran numbers right there, if you really think about it, or like experienced yeah. quarterback numbers. Like he's right. really fit into the NFL really well, better than Bryce Young and obviously Anthony Richardson, I could have put. I think AR next year is going to explode. He will explode for sure. I think the rookie QB that we can compare him to the most is honestly Baker Mayfield in terms of stats and records. I was going to say even Joe Burrow before Burrow got injured too. Right. Yeah. 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 So Bob, he's, he's, yeah, he's special. Next week's going to be crazy with the Texans and the Ravens. That's going to be a a The only thing that makes me nervous is because he's got to go play cold because it's going to be cold in Baltimore. Yeah. But it's not like as cold as where he could be going, but right. I mean, he did play at Ohio State though, so he's used to. Well, and I was just gonna mention him being this good makes me feel better about the youths losing to him in the Rose Bowl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still bitter about it, but it makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, right. it makes me feel happy that I was wrong about him. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Um, I I will say though, going into that matchup, the Ravens better watch out because the yeah. Texans are in a hot streak, 
And I think that's partly what messed up the Browns is that is I know you're technically supposed to rest your guys, but I think that put a big call to our momentum. And the Ravens having what technically like two two weeks off, three weeks yeah. off. Yeah. You know, that's that's not good. Well, and I think too, I know we'll mention it probably just a little bit, but I think that's also what benefited Detroit playing their players in the last game too. Right. Is those first three drives of the Lions game, they scored a touchdown on all first three drives. Right. And I one, think it one shows mistake that they were, and they lose that game. Right, exactly. You know, so yeah. So I just think, you know, I think as much as we want to talk about like, oh, what if they get injured? What if they get injured? I think keeping momentum is huge. And that's right. why I'm also, we're going to talk about this one later too, but that's why I'm a little nervous if I'm the 49ers just because the Packers have been on a roll and mm-hmm. they were on a roll. And it's like, well-rested is great, but also, you know, if a team is in their stride, like kicking ass, then right. you never know what can happen. Yeah. And I think the other thing is too is like, you're going from playing indoor to outdoor because it was in Houston, right? Right. And now you're going to an outdoor stadium in Baltimore. Yeah. Or like Green Bay going to San Fran when it's really cold in San Fran right now as well. And then you're yeah. the Lions. I mean, the Lions are hosting, I think. Yeah. 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 They're hosting. So I, the I thing know. is going to Cali, it's cold, but it's not nearly it's not, as cold. It's not as Green Bay cold. Playing. Right. right. Or even, you know, Baltimore cold or Buffalo cold or anything. Right. So. This, I think, I don't know. I like, I, I'm i not saying that I was openly cheering for the Texans because I wanted the Browns to win for Elijah to be happy, but I wasn't sad that they won because right. I just think Stroud has been so fun to watch. If any team was going to beat the Browns, I wanted it to be the Texans. Or the Lions in the Super Bowl. No, not in the Super Bowl because you don't want to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah don't, no, but but I'm <laughs> no, just saying the Lions, if you could lose to the Lions. Right, if we could lose to the Like, I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to lose to, like, the Packers or anything right. like that, you know. Uh, Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. All right, moving on. Packers, Cowboys. Yes. Packers, 48, Cowboys, 32. Yeah. Dak threw two picks in the first half. It was like 27 to zero and at, or sorry, 27 to seven at half. It was so, bad. It was bad. The Packers were just, they scored 20 in the second so, quarter alone. So, it, it was so bad. Yeah. Dak had three touchdowns, two interceptions, 403 yards, but. Love. Well, keep in mind a lot of that is stat padding too, because once the Packers were up enough, they just stopped playing, and that's when the Cowboys made a comeback and made it look better. Right. But but Aaron Jones had three touchdowns, 118 rushing yards. But Jordan Love had the same almost the same, uh, almost the same stat line as CJ Stroud. He had mm-hmm. two two less yards in passing. Yeah. But everything else was the same. I would, say that, the same. I would say that Jordan Love's performance was a little bit more impressive just because of what we've made this Cowboys defense out to be. Mm-hmm. I know that the Browns defense has been really good, but on the road, Browns defense hasn't been good, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Like, yes. not as good. I actually, forgot to, I actually forgot to mention that the Browns defense on the road is 31st in the NFL, averaging 29 points. And then, like, but then at home, you guys are incredible. And at home, we're the best yeah. defense in the league. So. Um, what I was going to say is that I saw this on the broadcast that Aaron Jones, it was at the time, so it probably went up because of his yards, but Aaron Jones um, leads history with the most rushing yards on average when against the Cowboys. So he averages 127 rushing yards whenever he plays the Cowboys. Dang. Wow. That's the most in Holy history. Lord. Yeah. So it's that pretty rival- wild. He, that- he, enjoys, he enjoys playing the Cowboys. Let's just say that. 
the rivalry is so just rich between the Packers yeah. and the Cowboys. Yeah, like I've been I was kind of talking to my mom about it because I was like, first of all, visually that game looks incredible because you mm-hmm. have like the Packers, like iconic Packers uniforms, iconic Cowboys uniforms. It just looks good. And then like you have Dez caught it, and then you have um the Zeke and Dak here where Rodgers drove down the field with like no time left and ended their season. And then you have this one, which I think is a classic in its own right because of how surprising it was to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the Packers have more wins in Jerry's world in the playoffs than the, than Jerry's than the Cowboys. <laughs> Jerry's yeah. team. Than Jerry yeah. in general. Yeah. Than Jerry. Yeah. It's, it's well, I don't know. It, well, and the funny thing is, is Mike McCarthy had one of those. And right, now he's yeah. on the losing side. No, he's just an undercover agent, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. We're going to... Packers moving on to play the Niners and Levi. The question is for the Cowboys. Do they move on from Dak? Do they move on from McCartney? Do they keep both? Like, what are we kind of expecting to happen during the offseason? Are they going to move on quarterback and a new one in the draft if they have the pick or if there's someone they want out there or keep Dak and you fire your coach? Like, what? What's I don't gonna... blame anything on Dak. I think he was set up with poor for play calling courtesy of McCarthy because I think he's the play caller in yeah uh, yeah that's why they kicked out Kellen Moore which right. like it still actually looked good throughout the whole season because Dak had his best season but right. I think yeah Dak's not the problem you know there's been some seasons where you think you know when he led the league in interceptions you're like okay you know this guy <laughs> is not really the guy that the, the Cowboys want him to be but he's proven this season that you know despite the mediocre play calling he can still you know get it done and mccarthy needs to go mccarthy's the one that needs to get the boot especially again with so many premier coaches out there coaches that could probably unlock something else in back or just in the offense as a whole you know how do you not use tony pollard the way you know he this guy is a dual threat running back who is is i don't know like who would you compare tony pollard to maybe mccaffrey in terms of his impact on in the past and in the run. Cam- you could say Camaro. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was supposed to say Camaro right, as well. Camaro, yeah. So like that, there's not very many like Pollard in the NFL. And to underutilize him so much, it doesn't make any sense. So I think all arrows are pointing at McCarthy and probably Dan Quinn getting the boot as well. So yeah. So going off of that, first of all, agreed. Well, I don't think Dan Quinn gets the boot. Um, but I think the reality is before this game, he was um, linked with a lot of head coaching jobs. And I think right. that he might've just lost himself out on a head coaching job because mm. also how do you sell to a fan base? Hey, do you remember that, that uh, team that got blown out in the playoffs and they were getting <laughs> smacked and they've got 48 put on them. Right. Yeah. The guy that was in charge of that defense, he's our head coach now. Well, you can't sell that right uh, now. I'll tell you why I think uh, Quinn gets the boot. Cause when you bring in a new head coach, he wants his guys. Yeah. But yeah, that's you know. if you bring in a new head coach. Right. So, right. But right. what I was going to say is I think I disagree with the statement that you can't blame anything on Dak. I will disagree with that because I think that Dak played really poorly, mm-hmm. regardless of play calling that inter- the second interception, the first interception, I do not blame on him at all. Right. Jair made an incredible play. 
I remember yeah. when I saw that and I just like, I was like, whoa, he <laughs> caught that. And uh, returned it for a pick six. And it should have been a pick six, even though it wasn't like, because yeah, he was stupid. down by contact. It was just weird. But I think, I think that when Dak, and I know this is like, well, obviously when Dak is down and he not have as much confidence because he's losing, he's a completely different quarterback. Mm. And people will say, well, that's obvious, but some of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game were just as good when they were playing from behind than they were with a lead. Some were even better, you know? Right. And so I think Dak, when he gets behind or when he's under pressure, he does not make good choices. And that second interception that was returned for a touchdown was one of the worst interceptions I've seen in a fat minute. Mm. I mean, it wasn't even – like, there was nothing there. He threw it to two guys who were running slants the other way and he threw it right now when they were already there to right in the middle. Uh, it was bad. So that I reminds think reminds me that... of when Russ, f- sorry, language again, but threw a pick in the end zone to win the game against New England during Christmas Eve, and I was like, "Bro, where are you throwing?" Yeah, threw it right in the middle. Say, yeah, but what I was going to say is that I think that it's a combination of both. I think Dak is not an elite tier quarterback, mm. and I think that McCarthy is not good enough. Um, and the reality is Jerry Jones is not a patient man. So regardless, I think, you know, now will they fire McCarthy? I feel like they might've done it by now, but Mm. who knows? I just feel like Jerry's pretty impatient and he would just do it. Um, but it's just, it was so surprising all around. And I think the blame has to go around to everybody because when you get beat that badly, don't let the score fool you. The score was really like 48 to 16, but then the Packers just stopped playing because they knew they won the game. Um, I just think Dak didn't play good enough and McCarthy should be fired. Um, You cannot lose that game. If they were to have gone to Detroit and lost, or they would have hosted Detroit, but if they would have like lost in the second round, whatever but the fact that you can't make it out of that first round is just not oh, gonna know and cd and dak looked off all game and i wonder if there was something going on there because like first second quarter i know it was in the first half dak and cd were like kind of getting into it and it's just like something was off there which is weird because they've been on all season yeah and no triple crown for cd either since they're out now so yeah well yeah Zach, we... why don't you talk about if you want to why don't you talk about Jordan Love and the Packers? Because yeah, Jordan Love, man. We had a we kind of had low expectations for Jordan Love at the beginning of the year. I think all three of us kind of did. But when we like week one, when he just balled out against the Bears, was just absolutely insane. Uh, Jordan Love kind of lived up to like being the underdog and performing like every other game. Yeah, there's some been there's been some bad games, yeah, but Jordan Love looked really good, and going into a Niners defense next week that is a little uh, roughed up a little bit, I think they're going to be missing a corner or two, but Jordan Love can and may, will make plays. They have the right weapons to do it with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and their new rookie. I forget his name off the top of my head, uh, Jaden Reed. He's nuts, and he didn't He's even nuts. have a catch. Mm-mm. He didn't even have a catch, and they beat not him even by target. That. But and they still and they got Musgrave too. So um, and he's been playing well. Yeah, he's been playing really well. I've and been Dontavian Wicks. Yeah, and Wicks too. Yeah. But Packers 
pretty much spread out both run and pass yeah. during the offense last week, which I think is much needed against the Niners defense because their defense is really wicked with yeah. Bosa and Young on both sides. Well, and what I was going to say to that, yeah, is that I think <clears throat> one of the things that we don't appreciate enough in that Packers game is how many times did you hear the name Micah Parsons in that game? Mm-hmm. I think the only time I heard it was, wow, Micah Parsons had a quiet day. Or so he had a holding he, call. Yeah, and he finally got a holding call. Uh, but if you can somehow manage to go to San Francisco and kind of quiet Nick Bosa, I mean, that that could change the game. I think when you give Jordan Love time to throw, he's a completely different quarterback, right? So, you know, when you see all these all these amazing throws that he made, it's because he had time in the pocket or he had enough time to escape the pocket and still make a good throw. So. Yeah. I think it's going to be about eliminating that too, eliminating exactly. pressure. Exactly, and especially going into a um, Niners territory, it's going to be a little tough playing in that crowd as well. They're they're loud, for they sure. They are a really loud crowd. So. They show up. I had a friend that Adam. He went to the Giants game on Thursday night, and he said, "I've never been in a louder atmosphere." He goes, "I've never been in a louder atmosphere when the away team is on offense, and a quieter atmosphere when the home team's on offense." Like he goes, everybody goes quiet so the offense can do their thing and they don't cheer until something happens. It's kind of like Utah. It's like the Utah, Oregon or Utah, USC and Utah, USC. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Last game to go over Tampa Bay, Philly. I can take this one, but please do. Tampa routed the Eagles back to home to Philadelphia. Baker threw for 337 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. Mostly yak, but yeah. But 32 to 9. Philly did not show up. Jalen threw one tutty. Uh the Eagles are just kind of in shambles. And Jason Kelsey has officially retired this morning. So his only his younger brother is the only Kelsey left in this league right now. Who's Which dating I don't think he's I think he retires soon too. I think he will. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> The amount of times I had to hear that to this afternoon, Zach, you have they're no coming, idea. They're coming and he claimed that Dalton they're Kincaid's going to Cleveland next year too. So no, that was that was just messing around about that. <laughs> I was like, I, he's not going to Cleveland. He's on the Bills for like no, at least four years. I think I think the Kelsey Bros are coming home. One final season, let's run it up. Yeah. But yeah, the Eagles, the Eagles just didn't look good at all. And we were kind of expecting this after they've lost five of their lost six. During the regular yeah. season. So, yeah. I have to say. Bye bye, Eagles. I did not expect this, mainly because if you looked at, yeah, the Eagles had been losing, but Tampa ended the season really sketchy. Like yeah, the Saints. Blew, against... The Saints blew them out at home and then, and then they, they beat, beat the, the Panthers, Panthers nine, to, nine zero. to zero. So that's where I just thought, bless you. That's where I just thought that. Like, I didn't think that it'd be that bad. And so let me get this straight. Let me just clear this up before I say this. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm not an Eagles fan. But what I am is a New Orleans Saints fan, meaning I do not want the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to do well. Hmm. I had to turn that game off. That's the only game I didn't watch in its entirety because I was so angry at how bad Philadelphia's defense was. Their offense was bad. Their defense... I sent Zach a text in the first quarter. I said the Eagles defense could not stop a four-year-old. 
<laughs> they like now everybody's like Baker legacy game. Let's be real, guys. Baker threw nothing more than a 10 yard pass, and it was all yak because the defense can't tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, I think that I know that Elijah disagrees, so I'll end it with this. Siri, Nick Sirianni should be fired. I agree. Okay. And Sirianni needs to get out of the tush push, although it is going to be banned this upcoming season. And stupid. Tampa it's, it's did stupid. find a way to stop the tush push. Right. Maybe so every that's team should that they find a way to stop it. it. Yeah. What's going on with that? Stupid. <laughs> like it's it's a it's a play. It's, I think I I mean I understand like banning the. Actually, I don't understand it, but it's kind of like banning the fake slide. It's nothing. There's no different than a juke. I understand well, the well and like safety implications of the it, only but. thing the player takes that risk. Exactly, that's their and choice. It reminds me of like when you're playing video games with your friend. Like, have you ever played Madden with your? Fr- I mean, Zach never did this. Like, we never did this. But have you ever played Madden with your friend and they run the same play over and over and yep. over and over and you're like, that is what they're doing. And it's like, well, stop it. Right. But sorry, go ahead, Elijah. We both think Sirianni should be right. fired, and I know that you don't think. So. I don't, but I also had um, a very different experience with coaches than your guys' franchises have. Um, as a Browns fan, if a coach took our team to the Super Bowl and then the next year, let's say we got – we lost the Super Bowl. Right? Let's follow the, his exact trajectory. You know, he takes us to the Super Bowl, we lose the Super Bowl, and then he takes us to the wild card and we lose the wild card. He's not getting fired. He's not getting fired anytime soon. I think for the majority of teams, like Thatcher, would you take that on the on the Saints? Say say Dennis Allen was like good, right? And you let let him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, if Dennis Allen, if Dennis Allen led us to, you guys, Super... you guys went to a Super Bowl, you lost, and then you guys went to the wild card and you lost. Would you I would. Fired? It would be good enough for me. However, one word for you: standards. Mm-hmm. That. The standards of the New Orleans Saints and the standards of the Cleveland Browns are much different than the standards of the Philadelphia Eagles. The standards of the Philadelphia Eagles is that you win games. I know historically they haven't won like Super Bowls, but the Eagles have mostly always been relevant and always been a winning culture. And that's the standards of that organization and that fan base. Not many other teams have the fan base that the Eagles have for better or for worse. Right. So I think when you're talking about this firing, it's about the standards. And I think Sirianni could go elsewhere and do just as well. But I think the standards of the Philadelphia Eagles are higher than what Sirianni's done for them. And I think just to wrap it up, the fact that they the fact that they dropped off this much without Shane Steichen is concerning. Um I know Brian Johnson, go Utes. I know Brian Johnson did well for a little while and he was talking about head coaches, but last night was pathetic. And I think that Shane Steichen was able to go to Indy and almost win the division. So that's Gardner Minshew too. That's concerning to me. Um, because then it makes me wonder was last year all Shane Steichen and not Sirianni. Mm -hmm. So, and I know the defense last year was way better, but the defense this year on paper should have been a lot better than it was. Right. And so I think I think Sirianni has held up the winning culture. Obviously, the results haven't been there, but the record has been there. And, you know, they were in the Super Bowl a year ago that they should have won, by the way. 
Um, I think a lot of the blame, I, I don't think that, um, I don't think that Jalen Hurts is what we thought he was first and foremost. Right. And I think the way that his players, Goddard was yelling at him. AJ Brown has had, you know, beef with him. Devontae Smith had beef with him. There's something wrong with Jalen Hurts for all your three best targets to not like you. Well, and again, my point again, Shane Steichen, who was with who was with Jalen Hurts last year, Shane Steichen, right. who was with Gardner Minshew, who elevated Minshew, who had Anthony Richardson playing really well until he got injured, Shane Steichen. So then I think you give Sirianni one more season with a more competent offensive coordinator. I don't disagree, but I I I just have a I think that if there weren't more head coaching candidates out there, I think you don't fire him. But the amount of candidates that are out there right now, I think you have to take a swing on another one. But which head coach out there right now fits the personality of the Eagles better than Nick Sirianni? Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick does not. <laughs> I was waiting There's, for that answer too. He does not fit the culture of Why? Of Why not? As is you can't compare New England to Philly in terms of their culture. Like Nick Sirianni winning, is like winning culture, rough <laughs> smash mouth football. But their fan the fans are completely like you you why there's a reason why we mention Eagles fans in their own category. Mike Vrabel. Okay, Vrabel, I 100 percent agree because that guy is like Nick Sirianni. He's like a he's a he's like a it's confident. He's he has that swagger about him. Bill Belichick's not that guy. Bill Belichick's goes to the Falcons or to the Cowboys. But I know. don't, you know, I guess I should have not answered your question the way that I did. I think Bill Belichick would be a good fit for Philly. I just don't think that he matches like the Philly culture, but I think he'd be a good fit for Philly. That's right. I mean, I, Bill Belichick really is a good fit anywhere. Any team would take him. Yeah. You know? Please go to Atlanta. I'm <laughs> and so I don't know. I also, when I think, when I look at Nick Sirianni, when I hear him talk, when I hear, when I see his expressions, uh, he embodies Philadelphia. And I think if you give him one more year um, to get the offensive situation right, to, I don't know, get, I don't know if you trade AJ Brown, I don't know what you do at the wide receiver, but get something going to where your, your quarterback and your weapons have cohesiveness. Yeah. I think, and, and then you'll see a big difference. I think, also, if you have more cohesiveness, I know there was a bit more cohesiveness last year than this year. They win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I, I, so it, there's something going on with the players, and I know that falls on the head coach because the head coach is the head of the locker room. Yeah. But at some point, you got to be like, what is going on with Jalen Hurts? That, that like, yeah. Why is he? I think what concerned issues? me more than that though is just the drop off in the defense, like the fact that they yeah, really that can't weird. stop anybody, yeah. and you have Matt Patricia calling your defensive play calls in a playoff game, like that's that's just... that's, that's a problem in and of itself. And right, <laughs> and Sirianni is the defensive guy, right? So right. why? Yeah, Sirianni should be calling the defensive plays, right? And if so, you're and... not calling them and you're not confident enough to call them, then I don't think I want you as my head coach, right? And we talked about Patricia too. Like he's never he hasn't really done a good job with his defense this year. He hasn't done all. a good job anywhere he's been. So I guess the, the Patriots, yeah, the yeah. peak New England is about the only time. Right. But exactly. everybody was doing well in New England. But hey, I called it. Baker did go off last week. Or I called it last week. When yeah, his wide receivers disagree. went off. Homie did not go off. <laughs> his wide receivers went off. five, like, 10-yard <laughs> passes. They were like – and Caleb told me this too. Caleb, if you're watching, <clears throat> you're full of shit.
There's another bleep. That's a bleep. You said Baker legacy game. Baker threw 10-yard passes that were ran for 50 yards. Yeah, don't don't ask me about game. Baker legacy game. That is not Baker's going to get uh, – here you go. Baker's going to get shit on against the Lions. I'm calling it right now. Baker's the Lions a, are going to beat the Buccaneers, and it's not going to be pretty. Baker's a charisma guy, and anyone can get behind him. But the problem is that his play is not what a number one overall pick should be, and it never really has been outside of his rookie season. You know? Well, he reminds me of the Joe Flacco right now, where it's like they're riding on a high, and you know yeah. it's going to end. Right. Like with the Rams last year, everybody's like Baker, and then it ended. Right. Yeah. And we one week, and then you're like, oh, we're back. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, when he was at the Panthers, he beat the Saints one week. They're like, Baker. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a it's a vicious cycle with Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's it's hard it's hard not to like the guy. I mean, as a Cleveland fan, it's a bit easier. But it's hard for me just because he's with the Bucks right now. Right. If he weren't in our division, I'd be like, eh. Right. So. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Awesome. We need to wrap up. Um, okay, hang on. I have a question for you guys then to wrap this up. Yeah. Moment, wild card moment of the weekend for you. Zach, go first. Mm. And it can be for like personal a, reasons or like for like. Play? It can be a play or it can be a, okay. like a. It can be anything. It can be like moment. Of a game that made that like I don't know wild card moment of the weekend. Well, okay. you go first. I got to take a think for a second. I gotta think. Oh, I gosh. I didn't even know what he was asking. So I will say <laughs> then here you go. Then just to give you an example, I will just say, and I know it's kind of cheating. I will say the Detroit Lions winning their first playoff game in 32 years. Okay, that was incredible for me, mm-hmm. and to see all those fans like crying in the stands because they just can't believe it and the fact that you know that fun fact everybody if you have a lions friend you should text them to congratulate them because this is the first time that you've been able to do so because the lions last time they won a playoff game texting was not invented so 1991 so that Um, would be my moment of the weekend is the lions winning their first playoff game in 32 years so i'm gonna dedicate this to my friend zach who by the way we should probably get on the podcast because he has been wanting to get on the podcast for a while He's a Packers fan, and I just want to say I'm sorry about Jordan Love. I razzed him and razzed him and razzed him, and he proved himself that he is the guy in the future of the Packers organization with this game. And, um, you know, big ups to Jordan Love. That's my moment. Well, it would have been the Chiefs losing to the Dolphins and the Chiefs. (laughs) Well, that didn't work. (laughs) That didn't work out. So... (laughs) Um, probably saying that Baker got his second playoff win in his career and he has more than some other players like the Cowboys. So, yeah. Honorable mention goes to Dalton Kincaid catching his first career playoff yeah, touchdown. that too. Yeah. But Big so. quick little right. update as well. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has interviewed for the Chargers coaching job. He interviewed yesterday. I believe he'll be interviewing more te- with more teams in the next week or two. But and Belichick uh, interviewed for Atlanta. Belichick right. did interview for Atlanta. So also Belichick said he wants a project, and Atlanta's a project. So Atlanta's the biggest project there is. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, real quick, sorry too. Um, I saw a meme. I told Elijah about this, but I saw a meme where it said, um, like in the Atlanta Falcons interview room with Bill Belichick, it's like. Name a time where you faced severe adversity and you were able to overcome it. 
Well, there was a Super Bowl where we were down 28 to 3 and we managed to come back and win. <laughs> now it's an iconic day oh, in March 328. Hold that, Atlanta. Oh. 2020. All right. Hold that. But divisional round, we got Packers, Niners, Texans, Ravens, Buccaneers, and Lions, and then the Chiefs and the Bills for the third straight year. In so, Buffalo this time. First time. In Buffalo Tom this time. had to go on the road in his playoff career. It's so, funny to think that that'll be a warm-up game. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be hotter for Kansas City. <laughs> right. So Right. Yeah. But that'll do Sweet. it for us. Enjoy the rest of your week. This episode is not coming on Saturday. It's coming on Thursday. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for best one year so far. We appreciate you guys yeah. for viewing in. Tuning in. Tuning in. And we all appreciate you guys. So look forward to more. We're going to be doing this for a little bit anyway. So (laughs) I feel like definitely. Yeah. Thank you again, guys. We just got a new logo. We got to get use out of it. Yep, we do. But (laughs) enjoy the rest of your week. Again, thank you. We appreciate you all for who watch and listen. So hopefully we'll have guests, more guests soon. We've We've been trying to work on it. It's just been a little little rough with the break just ending and as well everything else that's just been going on with school and sickness going around people being busy so but that'll be it enjoy your week enjoy the divisional round this weekend and any other sport you guys will be watching but we will talk to you guys next week welcome to season two take it easy guys Uh